Welcome to Let's Talk with Dr. Robin. In this podcast, topics will be discussed that promote the daily management of life. While this information is meant to supplement your journey towards healthy emotional well-being, it is not intended to take the place of seeing a licensed mental health professional. I am Dr. Robin C. Wiley, a licensed clinical social worker with a private therapy practice in New Jersey. Thank you for joining today's conversation. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk with Dr. Robin, and I am Dr. Robin. And of course, accompanying me uh, every time we do this podcast, (laughs) my wonderful producer, Bryce with Four Walls Productions. How you doing, Bryce? I'm good. I'm good as always. I'm I'm blessed. I'm I'm alive, but most importantly, in in, in addition to being alive, I'm corona free. So I'm still I'm still corona free and, and, and continuing to, <laughs> to pray to and, and hope that we st- I we stay corona free. Right. You know what I'm saying? To- I think once we get over this, we'll have like there'll be like a T-shirt. Absolutely. That's like I survived. Absolutely. Twenty twenty. That's coming corona. soon. Coming yes. soon. Coming soon. So, um, also one of the things I mean, the audience may notice. You could probably, hopefully, hear us a little better, a little clearer. Um, you know, for the past um, couple of weeks, we have been well, a few weeks, I would say, a few episodes that yeah. we've been doing. We were doing them remotely, and so today we're actually in the studio, yep. masked up yes (laughs) okay (laughs) you know and social distance absolutely um social yes social distance socially distanced Mm -hmm. all of that so you know when i thought about um because you know we've talked about a lot of things over the past few weeks so one of the things i thought about for tonight's episode um with everything that's going on so whether you think about quarantine pandemic Increased isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have, you know, all of the sort of racial racial upheaval that's been going on and the protests. And, you know, then we also have election stuff. We have pending, um, you know, our kids going back to school. What's that going to look like? People right. needing to transition back into work, face-to-face stuff. A lot of unknowns. You know, a lot of unknowns still. A yeah. lot of things that are kind of still up in the air. So... You know, with all that going on, people out there might be thinking about talking to somebody, might be thinking about going into therapy. Mm. And I know um, in my practice, I've seen an increase of referrals. I think uh, when I talk to my colleagues, a lot of people have seen a lot of folks deciding to come in for therapy. So tonight's episode is entitled, So You're Considering Therapy. Mm. So I wanted to sort of, because I think we still have, even in this day and age of Googling things and trying to figure out, like, you know, I mean, anything you want to know, you can pretty much find out on the Internet. But I think we (laughs) still have this sort of, um, there's a mystery still to therapy and some fear about therapy and that type of thing. So I wanted to talk about that tonight and hopefully... You know, this is not to say that, pe- that you know, oh, go see a therapist. It's just to kind of maybe clarify some questions that you may have. And certainly, I always encourage anybody in the audience to, you know, anyone who's listening to email me um, at talkwithdrrobin at gmail.com. Um, anytime you, you know, if you have a question or if there's a topic you'd like for me to explore further. So... All right, so we think about therapy, okay? And of course, you know, I'm coming from the perspective of being a therapist for, you know, almost two decades. Um, 
you know, and, and that's my, you know, primary field. And, and I think you have therapists that come from different backgrounds. Sure. So therapists can come from a psychology background, you know, maybe, and that's just mean, mainly saying like their degrees in psychology or their degree could be in social work. It could be in counseling, things like that. So I won't get into that as much. I want to sort of get more into the what to expect, what's the purpose, that type of thing. So let's talk about what is therapy. Okay. What is therapy? What's the purpose? So <laughs> certainly you can look up therapy and then you'll get like a formal definition. But to me, it's, it's an outlet. It's a place, an outlet, a space, you know, because I think, you know, I'm making therapy more of a noun, <laughs> noun in terms of like, it's an outlet for you to be able to discuss issues, things that might be bothering you. Mm. It's a place where you can process things, that type of thing. So that's like, you know, because when you think of therapy, it's a session. There's a session. Sure. So it's you and a professional getting together, you know, in an office or now (laughs) with the state of things, Zoom, Zoom. FaceTime, phone, whatever, (laughs) you know, Google Duo, whatever, Um, and being able to discuss things. But it's also a relationship. It's a relationship that you have with someone that's an objective person. Right. Because you're giving this person your perspective of things that are going on. Right. Um... Which, you know, that may seem weird because a lot of times we think that, well, if I have a problem, mm-hmm. why not talk to a family member? Why not talk to a friend? Why not talk yeah. to my pastor? Yeah. That type of thing. And, you know, in different cultures, that's kind of the way it's done. Right. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the cultural right. perspective, too. And don't let me forget to do that because I don't no, want no, 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 to miss that. No, definitely. But a lot of times when you talk to somebody that is familiar with you, they oftentimes... So, so they have insight, what you call insider knowledge. Sure. So insider knowledge is, I know you already, I know what you like, I know what you don't like, I know sure. what might, I know, I think I know what might be best for you. Sure. So therefore, I, and I also might give you advice right. based on what, what I think, I right. think you should do. Right, right. Or what I would do. Yeah. And you versus, know, yeah, no, you're right. Versus a therapist. Right. Who is coming has been formally trained in various techniques and things like that and that's mm-hmm. not like a quick that's not like a, i took a, a a course online for five hours right. you know many of us have <laughs> several like my family yeah. will say real quick like you still in school like you've been in school right, 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 right. Right. so we're in school like a very long time long time a therapist Absolutely. also we have experience in right. doing that and doing practicums right. and, and right. stuff practicums, like that yeah, internships yeah. absolutely and continuing education right. so there's a constant learning process to make right. sure that we're looking at various techniques so that right. it's not one thing fits all right and 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 it's not and and sometimes i do see you're right because i do see a lot of people that's kind of they they try to compare somebody that might be formally trained versus somebody that might have taken like a like you said, a five-hour certificate course, and now they become like the life coach or whatever right. the case may be. And that's not to not life coaches or whatever, but at the same time, there's a difference, though. Right, because there's a difference between there's a difference. coaching and a difference between, and, and therapy. Absolutely, coaching someone is a, an attempt to get somebody to maybe change something about themselves sure. in terms of like some some specific tasks or things right. they want to do. Absolutely, um, and there's co- coaching comes in various areas. It's broad, it's it is kind a of, very, it's very broad, broad. Area. right? Therapy is a little bit more in depth. <laughs> Absolutely. Fine it tuned. Is. Yeah. So it's a little bit Absolutely. more in depth. Um, you know, and there is, you know, and I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that therapy is easy. It's not easy to make that decision to go Absolutely. to therapy because you are talking about 
you know, peeling back some layers. Absolutely. You know, because you think about it, a lot of times, you know, we have experiences. Um, well, hold on. Let me hold on for a second. Okay. I don't want to get into that just yet. <laughs> I want to get into that next. But sure. I also want to say that, you know, you don't have to be in crisis to go to therapy. You don't no. have to have a problem to go sure. to therapy. Right. You know, it. you don't have to be, it's not about being crazy. Right. Because a lot of times people are like, I'm not crazy. Why right. do I need to go to therapy? Yeah, what you talking about? <laughs> the reality is, is that a lot of times, and I say this often to my clients, right. people go to therapy typically to deal with the people in their life sure. who will not go to therapy. Right. Who will never step foot in a therapist's office. Right. And for many folks to be able to deal with those people in our lives, right. we go to therapy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to, to, real, to get coping skills, yeah. to realize how to set boundaries. Right. Strategies. Strategies. And all that. All yeah, those absolutely. kinds of yeah, things. Please. Right. Absolutely. So, so, I mean, and you know, and, and you have your own reason for why you want to talk to a therapist. Right. But sometimes it's, it's just about people just need to vent about some things that are going right. on or to find like... You know, I get a lot of people that come in that are transitioning, whether it's right. transitioning from, you know, working to retirement, whether it's transitioning like maybe out of a relationship or right. out of a marriage or what right. have you, um, you know, or just dealing with day to day life stressors. Sure. sure. So it doesn't have to be this big, significant issue. Right. For the reason you're going to therapy. Now, right. there are, now sometimes when you go into therapy, other stuff comes up. Sure. Sure. So, you know, sure. that stuff can be addressed. Right. Um, but again, it's still, like you said, it's still more fine tuning though the, right the, the, it's intricate you know what i'm saying yeah, as far and, it's, as, yeah. and it's not it's not one it's not like you know it's not a, i mean it, it's not one box that fits all right so absolutely. usually a good therapist right will meet the needs of the client right absolutely you know mm -hmm. and everybody because we're individuals everybody is bringing something different to the relationship right. and, and i say I, you'll hear me say relationship because mm -hmm. When you're sitting down with somebody, someone, and you're talking to them right. about things that impact your life, right. and you're you're giving them, you're giving of yourself, sure, you need the the person on the the receiving end of that, the therapist. Right is developing a rapport with you so that you feel comfortable. They're creating space right, for you to feel comfortable right. to be able to share that information. Right, right. You know, and of course, there's the logistics, you know, where it's confidential, all that good sure. stuff. But even for you to feel like you can open up and right. share anything with them. Right. Yeah, that's that's more of the, the rapport building or establishing some type of relationship. Right. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. and people who go into therapy are trained to do that. Sure. Right. Um, so, okay, so how can it be helpful? How can therapy be helpful? So this is where I kind of get into, you know, <laughs> we have things that happen in our, that we experience. We have mm -hmm. things we experience, whether it's now, but primarily in our earlier life, you know, right. early childhood, growing up in our families, that type of thing. Right. And, you know, oftentimes, sometimes those things are not, we don't have the best experiences. Right. We don't. Right. Um, it doesn't have to be that it's consistent, right. but sometimes we just don't have the best experiences. Yeah, it, or it things, is what it is. Right. Or yeah. things may impact us that we don't realize right. it's impacted us until we get older. Because... Right. So just say, for example, somebody had, you know, a death in their family when they were younger. Right. It's not like in many families when things like that happen, people are just like, well, let's all go to therapy. Right. Let's yeah. all sit down and talk no. to somebody. No. Or if there's a divorce or if yeah. or if, you know, you're playing outside one day as a kid and, you know, you injure yourself. Sure. 
Right. Nobody's gonna say like, oh, you know what? Wait a minute, let's call up the let's, therapist. Yeah, come on, let's see what the Let's get you, right. yeah, yeah, let's get you no. so you can process how you no. felt and Mm-mm. how you felt we all handled it and why right. you didn't like the fact that everybody laughed at you. Right. Let's talk about all that. Right. Right. You know, no. Often, oftentimes it's none of that. It's not that's not even coming into like a suggestion. Not it's not even no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not Unless you have a parent who's a therapist. That's it. And that's a whole or other even story. Or an auntie or something like that. Well right. let's let's you know, let's call Aunt Joyce up or let's call If you got Aunt Robin in yeah, the house, you know that saying, would be right. you know But saying. even then it's still probably and it's not gonna be received well. Sure. So let's just say that. Sure. But the thing is, so those experiences, we never know. Like there's no set calculated way to know that okay if this happens to you when you're younger this is how it's going to affect you when you're older because right. everybody you just don't know you don't know because we all experience things very differently know. absolutely so therapy can help sometimes with those things maybe some unresolved concerns issues that you may have right. you know that as now that you're an adult it's very tough for you to be able to deal with things or the way you had to cope when you were a kid, oftentimes right. we take those same coping skills right. into our adult life. Right, I got you. The issue with that is, is that, so what happens is, you say something to me, it triggers something for me. Sure. And then I respond to you, right. not based on what you did, but based on how I perceived it. Right. And- My experience. My experience, because I see it through a certain filter. Right. Right. So the issue with that is that oftentimes it's not appropriate. Right. It's like, yeah, no. It, you know what it sounds like? The picture that you're painting, and I say this sometimes too, it's, it's oftentimes it's like you're driving down the road and it's raining, but your windshield wipers are not working. So you could still see, but right. it's real it's foggy. It's not clear. It's not right. clear. It's not clear. It's not clear. You know yeah. what I mean? And I mean, and that's right, because I always say we see things through our filter. Everybody has a filter. Absolutely. And that filter is covered with so many things. It's oh, covered with it's our shaped, experiences. Right. Yeah. It's covered with what people have told us, what right. we think people think about us. Right. It's covered with, you know, if we felt like we weren't loved or if we had an abusive parent or if we sure. had a parent that drank, right. whatever the case may be. Right. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not... Because oftentimes, you know, I, I can get on my, my rant about, nice. you know, families and parents and stuff. Right. But I think most of us who are therapists, we realize that a lot, oftentimes a lot of our issues, you know, they come from they, they, they come from early on. Early on. You know right. what I mean? And they just are still manifesting right. in our current life. Right. So oftentimes people go to a therapist because they're like, look, I, I'm having issues in various areas of my life and I right. need to figure out what's going on. What's going on. Right. And so, it's, yeah. I've tried it, and oftentimes it's after you done tried everything else. Right. That's right. the thing about it too, you right. know. Because some, like I think what you mentioned is not like people sit around and say, "Hey, you know what? I think I need therapy. I think I yeah. need, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, let's, no. well, let's do this. Yeah. So, no, you're right though. And it's you know, and like I said, it's it's a it's a big step in the sense of a lot of times people the things that they haven't talked about they're not so you know because the, the fear is that am I gonna have to talk about these things right am I gonna have to talk about things uh, yeah. that are uncomfortable for me sure or that I may have never talked about or that nobody's ever validated but sure. what happens in therapy and you know and like I am I'm definitely I can't do the process of therapy justice with mm-hmm. this podcast I can't right. no absolutely you can't. know what yeah, I mean because yeah. it's so it's so much more than right. what I can it's, talk it's too about. intricate you know what I'm yeah, saying and right it's, it's, so. you just can't you just can't really put it right. completely in the world sure, sure but to me the beautiful thing that happens in therapy oftentimes and I've seen it is that 
people are validated in how they've been feeling. Mm-hmm. They've been feeling a certain way or they realize something about how their life is or about how they've been treated or what they've experienced. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody on the other side or sitting in that room with them mm-hmm. that validates what they're feeling. Right. By listening. Sure. You know, by sure. actively listening, by being empathetic, being understanding is right. what I mean. Right. You know, and, and that is... That's a value to right. people. And some, sometimes that's what people, you know, it goes back to that, that um, you know, saying, it's like, you know what, no, I just, sometimes people just want people just to listen and hear, right. just hear me. Right. And then that's, that's actually, you know, kind of therapeutic just for them just to it be is. able to kind of release it is. what they feel. And you don't know get me wrong, I mean? that's not all a therapist does. No, true because indeed. Because a therapist also helps you to assess. Sure. A therapist also helps with processing. Right. You know, and those are skills that therapists have that can help you to then sort of mitigate the impact of those negative experiences so because we just don't understand how we can be living in in an emotional war in a sense within us right because of all these things that are just that have happened that have happened right and sometimes it's like external stuff what have you so and there's you know difficulty coping with things or what have you so you know I mean just some examples you know Therapy can help if you want, if there's things you want to change about yourself. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that, you know, something is wrong with you. Right. It doesn't mean something is wrong with you. It doesn't mean you're broken. It doesn't mean sure. any of that. Right. You know, we've all had experiences that haven't always been pleasant and that have impacted us. Right. But sometimes we have to just realize, like, I don't have to let those experiences define me. Define who I am. Right. Define right. who I am. Absolutely. And I don't have to keep reliving sure. the trauma, right. the impact of the trauma, right. or how I perceive other people through that filter right. of that trauma. Lies. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, that's that's mm-hmm. the, you know, and I mean, certainly, of course, you know, feelings are involved. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. talking about feelings and talking about, you know, our emotions and that type of thing. Um, right. And, you know, and that's tough for people, too. But a good therapist is not going to force you to go places you're not ready to not go. Not ready to go yet. Right. 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 Hey, I remember, I remember um, I was on, on a job one time and um, the girl said, um, no, no, he needs this type of therapist um, because he's not talking about uh, the, tra- the traumatic experience with the other therapist. Mm. I said, well... But he's got like a great relationship with the other therapist. She said, no, no, I took a class. She said, I'm in a class right now that's saying that he needs to talk about it now. And I'm saying, well, you know, trauma is like a process. It's not, there's no time clock on that. So I I got triggered when I heard you say that a therapist is not going to force you to go somewhere. But sometimes... I think people have that misconception. They may have that their own agenda. That's what, you know what I'm saying? So part of what I do is, even though I am a therapist, I also do um, clinical supervision for, sure. like, em- I'd like to call them emerging therapists. Sure. Because, you know, we all have com- to start on somewhere. On the come up. On yeah, the come- we all have to start somewhere. I mean, <laughs> I didn't, you know, we don't, we're not just, we don't just get out of school and it's like, oh, you're yeah, a therapist. Right, right. You know, go for it. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so I mean, I think you know we have to we have to realize that we that's not you know that's just not necessarily how it sure. goes. But so sometimes newer clinicians possibly may think like, oh, I have to have an agenda for the for right. therapy, or right. they have that conception like if you, if somebody has gone through some type of traumatic experience that they need to talk about it right. because that's going to help. And don't get me wrong, there are schools of thought that kind of dance around with that, but. What happens is that as you build up somebody's sort of their 
their emotional mm-hmm. <laughs> stability and mm-hmm. their strength and you know you're building them up with therapy they will talk about things more organically more yeah. naturally yeah it'll just flow yeah it will because yeah. and, and that's the thing and I mean and I'm not saying because everybody doesn't go to therapy to talk about their trauma but right. oftentimes that comes up in the sure. midst of talking about other sure. stuff sure um so I guess I want to go into the you know the the how to access therapy uh, how to access a therapist and then the process okay so you know typically and this is you know when you access a therapist I mean you know how to get how to access somebody you you need to know one of the things you need to know what your preferences are right so sometimes believe it or not right. <laughs> race is a factor oh, in preference sure. especially among sure. people of color sure. oftentimes they want to see somebody they want to talk to somebody who looks like them, looks like them there's right. nothing wrong with that i think sometimes right. we feel like a little like oh no i shouldn't yeah. but that's okay absolutely but they're also maybe about a specialty sometimes people look stuff up online mm-hmm. and they want like oh i want a cognitive mm-hmm. behavioral therapist or mm-hmm. i need a therapist that's mm-hmm. special Specializes in, you know, play, um, play therapy, play therapy yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, different it just depends, yeah. right? So the different specialties. Mm-hmm. So then, how to access? Which it can be tough. You know, it can be tough to find. Like it's it's tough to find therapists of color. Right. It is that that have availability. Sure. It's tough to find sometimes male therapists. Yeah, of color um, too. Of color, right? <laughs> right. Um, but it can just be tough to find somebody that's like that also accepts like insurance. A lot of therapists mm-hmm. don't accept insurance, mm-hmm. and that's not really on the therapist. That's more on insurance companies. That's more, yeah, absolutely. Because you know they don't they don't pay a lot. Oh, right, absolutely. <laughs> um, but typically, you want to look at whether you want to use your insurance, whether you can afford to pay out of pocket, mm-hmm. um, and certainly there are various. Um, like apps and that type of thing that right. you can utilize. Right. I mean, certainly one being um, psychology. Well, not an app, but like a website, psychologytoday.com yeah. is really yeah. good. Um, yeah. You know, I'm listed on there. A lot of people are listed on there and you can kind of put in what your preferences are, right. which right. is really, really great. Right. Um, and typically when you find somebody, you sort of call, you make that initial phone call, you call them to see if they're accepting new patients, that type right. of thing. And if they are, then you set up an appointment. Right. Once you set up that appointment, typically when you go in and now, you know, with everything being done through telehealth. Right. So now when you do that, like first session with them, that first session is really like an intake assessment session. Right. And so that's where the therapist is getting to know you. You're getting to know them. Not Mm -hmm. everything, but it's just that initial when you're going in to talk about why you're coming into therapy. Right. That's just a conversation. Right. It's a conversation. They'll have some questions. They're also going to get you to sign off on consent. Right. And what that means is like you're going to sign the consent to say you know therapy is voluntary, but you Mm -hmm. agree to participate in therapy. Mm -hmm. And these are all things that therapists have to have. You're going to sign off on something related to confidentiality. Usually, like a bill of rights, right. maybe some other stuff for insurance Hip, purposes. Hip stuff. Right. Right. So, and the first conversation is really about what has brought you into therapy. Right. Why Usually, is, that's what why, therapists will why, say. Why am I here? Right. <laughs> why am I here? Absolutely. And, you know, I guess that, you know, you, you don't need to feel like you have to talk about everything no, in that session. Absolutely. And usually a therapist, I know I always say that to clients when they come and say, don't feel like you have to tell me everything. Right. Because, you know, a lot of times clients will say, I don't know where to start. Right. You right. know, and you can just start wherever. Right. And then, and, you know, and now let me ask you, like during that, and I'm like, you know, I apologize, I'm interjecting. But no, during no, no, that intake not. process, I, I don't think everything comes out. 
at that moment. Sometimes you might be going through it. Like it might some of the stuff might even come out later on too though, right? Or Right. A lot I mean? of times yeah. other things will come out later. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you may talk about one thing that you think is the reason that brought you to therapy and sure. then as you're moving on in it's therapy or right. as you feel more comfortable, you bring up some other things that you right. realize have an impact right. I got on you. that. I got you. I got you. Um so, but like I said, you know, know your preferences, but also realize that the therapist, so this is just like any, this is just like if you go to your medical doctor, you go to your hairdresser, you right. go to your barber. Right. If you go <laughs> to your stylist, your hair right. stylist, right. and you don't like what they do, right. you probably, you're not going to keep going to them. No, you'll stop. Right. You'll stop. So it's the same thing with a therapist. Right. <laughs> and that's right. why I want to encourage people to remember right. that. Right. You go to a therapist, you don't like something, you're like, this doesn't feel right. right, or I don't like something they say. Every therapist is not for everybody. That That's reality. Right. So if you go to a therapist and you don't like, you don't get a good feeling, you don't feel like you got a good rapport, Find another therapist. Right. That's right, okay. Right. And it's okay. It's okay if that relationship. Right. And is you're not, not going to hurt the just, therapist's feelings. Right. Right. You're it not going to do that. Because we know. It just happens. Right. We are trained to realize we are not, everybody is not for everybody. And that's, right. and I just encourage people to do that because I know I've had people to come to me that have said, you know, I had a really bad therapist experience. And they stuck with that person for like months talking to him. And I'm like, well, you know, you want to like, why, why, just why keep, right? Why keep, right. why'd you continue? Right. Yeah, you're going right. to keep going and getting the bad haircut? Right. No, right. you're not going to keep <laughs> right. doing right. that. So don't, right. don't do that. And it's like, you know, and sometimes right. that could be about the therapist's style. Sure. You know, it's a lot of different things with that. Yeah. So just, you know, so just keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, or even that therapist, the way he talks or the way he looks, that might trigger something within you. You know what I'm saying? Right. It could be all type of different factors. Right. And stuff it's like a lot that. of, yeah, yeah there's absolutely. other things. There can be like, you know, what they call so like transference. That's right. where Transform, like, some, right. like the person may just, you know, remind you of something and you just get a bad vibe. And that could be, I mean, sometimes it could be good, sometimes it could be, be bad. bad. Right, absolutely. Um, the other thing is, you know, like, you know, have some expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, there's plenty of. You know, there's like checklists, different things to look for, like right. how, to, how to find a good therapist, you know, things to look for in a therapist. But it re that's really individualized. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like right. sometimes you talk to somebody and you have a really good feel. I always think that the best therapists are the ones that kind of have more of a conversation with you sure. versus, you know, going in. So tell me about your past trauma. Right. Right. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like that's probably not right. what you want to go. <laughs> but they sort of don't make you feel like you're in this formal, they're writing everything down right. and you're just, just talking with you. Right. They're just yeah. having a conversation. Having a conversation. Um, yeah. But I also want to talk about what's kind of expected of the client. Sure. You know, one of the things is to be, you know, be open to the process. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, d don't go in with you know, well, this is how it's going to be. Or right. can't, I, I don't, I don't know, you know, because a lot right. of times, you know, we can, we can already perceive how something is sure. going to be. And a lot of times sure. we perceive it as negative. Sure. So then we don't necessarily want to stick with it because right. we've already gone in with these negative. Yeah. We already, you know, yeah. Sort of like ideas. Right. So right. be right. open. Right. You and, know? and sometimes you, you have a lot of people and we're all victims of it that we'll have different challenges and different problems but then sometimes we struggle with that but then we still like to tell the person oh this is this is the solution I need help and this is how you're going to help me right well no so you can't go in with all the answers because if, if you, you had the answers, the answers then you wouldn't have the problem why are you there right, <laughs> right. so right. be open be open to the feedback because Absolutely. that's good therapy you're going to get feedback you're going to get it's not advice 
But it's a lot. A good therapist really helps people to come to terms with what it is they they probably already know they need to do. Sure. But they just need almost like a a permission to do that, sure. or for somebody to right. validate what they're already feeling. Right. Right. So just be open. Don't feel like you need to tell them everything all at once. Right. <laughs> you know right. I mean, like I said, <laughs> right. you know, you don't need to. And keep in mind that, you know, keep in mind that you are. You're the person here. You're, you're the you're the you're the like right. like you're the customer. Right. So if there's something that the therapist does or whatever that you don't really care for, you know you can say that. Right. You can say, look, right. you know I, that's not something I'm ready to talk about now right. or I not really right don't, now or whatever. Yeah, you know, you know I really I mean? don't. I, I really don't want to address this. Or could you not? You know, could we maybe? Approach this a different, a different way, way or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Right, because I think you know there needs to be honesty in that that mm-hmm. therapeutic relationship. Sure. That's very important. Sure. Um, you know, I think I'd already mentioned you can change mm-hmm. at any time. If you need to think, change mm-hmm. therapist, you need to change therapist. Or if you feel like you don't need to come back to therapy. Right. Now, one of the things that happens oftentimes when people don't have never been to therapy or what have you, they go that one time and there's such a release that they feel. And like, yeah, I'm good. And th- right. And then they walk. <laughs> I'm they, good they, now. Yes, they feel like, oh, I had that one therapy session. Right. I am great. I'm good. Everything yep. is okay. Yeah. And what you don't realize, That's right. <laughs> I mean, not to say you're not good, but what they don't realize is what has happened is you just had the euphoric feeling of releasing all the stuff that you possibly That's have never right. talked about. That's right. And somebody's presented you with validation and yep. feedback and all that kind of stuff. But that's only the beginning of the process. It's a process. So the last the last thing I would say is trust the process. Absolutely. Trust that it's a process. I, yeah, absolutely. You're you know, not, you didn't get... <laughs> That's right. The things that have, that you've experienced that have prompted you to go to therapy right. did not happen in two days. In two days, right? It didn't happen overnight. Absolutely. So whatever you're trying to work through or whatever you're trying to improve and that type of yeah. thing is also not going to happen. Yeah, it's a overnight. process. The thing about it is that you know is it, you kind of liken it to um, you're sick. You got like a little you know bronchitis or you know some strep throat or whatever. You take the antibiotic. You start feeling better after that day or two. But what they always say, take, take this it medicine until, until it's, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Take it until it's so, so with therapy, oftentimes when you do therapy, you're probably going to be going once a week. Yep. Therapy is usually, because I always <clears> have people, therapy is usually like between like 45 minutes and an hour. Yep. Um, that initial session is probably going to be about an hour and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um you know, oftentimes you, you, you talk about like, you know, when I said if you're using your insurance, if you have a copay, whatever, mm-hmm. you talk about that stuff with them, right. with your, with whoever you're seeing for the therapist or whatever, and they'll let you know all that stuff. Right. But just, you know, be ready to have a, to make a commitment to therapy right. because it's not, this ain't going to be smooth sailing. No, it's going to be some, it's, it's going to be rough. It gets a little rough. It's a little rough and tumble. But it gets a but, little rough, but trust me, it'll get better. It definitely, and it, it does. Yeah, it and gets it better. Does. So you, sometimes you got to stick with it. So I always, and we'll talk about this in another podcast, but like to me, therapy is part of self-care. Absolutely. This is part of self-care. This yep. is like anything else that you might yep. do for yourself to, to take yep. care of yourself. Because just like we are concerned about our physical wellness sure. and our financial wellness, sure. we also need to be concerned about our mental health and Absolutely. our mental wellness. Absolutely. That's important too. Absolutely. So I think that's I think that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I really appreciate you know, everybody that's listening, I appreciate the support for the podcast. Absolutely. Um, and until next time, be well, be great, and be you. <laughs>